Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mostly Reality Podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Jessica. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. I feel like that means like a little shimmy with it. And <laughs> like a little <laughs> shoulder bop. Uh-huh. Although it's a little early for a shoulder a shoulder shimmy. <laughs> It's not even early for a shoulder off. shimmy. You should be shoulder shimmying out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still in bed. So there's... <laughs> uh, there's time. There's still time. <laughs> there is. I can just uh, I can just wake up and just shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. What a way to start a Monday. What a way. What a way. <laughs> oh my God. Um. We have a lot to talk about. We are going to dive into, what, uh, 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Which, I feel like that's like diving into, like, a pool with no water. Like, (laughs) just flat onto the concrete. And then we are talking Real Housewives today. Of of New Jersey. Oh, God. Um, But before we dive in... As always, just a reminder to like us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a rating. That would be so, so appreciated. It really helps get the word out there if you like what you hear. So we would really appreciate that. Amen. Now, on to the show. Um, Okay, 90 Day Fiance finally wrapped up what feels like the longest fucking season on ever. Like, oh yeah, I haven't been this over a show since Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> I I really so the reunion was two parts, two hours each part, which I actually really like when shows do like the behind the scenes stuff. I really like that, um, but. This was a lot. Four hours of these idiots was really a lot. Like, and all they kept on coming back to was like the fact that Larissa and Colty <laughs> were late or possibly not showing up. Which, like, no offense, TLC, but we've seen previews for this. So we know they eventually make it there. So like the annoying buildup of them, like, are they coming? Are they not coming? We don't know. Is Larissa going to find a dress she can squeeze her ass into? Like, like a sausage casing that she can really like just slide into. But I have to be sexy for my enemies. (laughs) Oh my God. What I got out of this was, so we know that, Larissa and Colty are getting divorced because she's attacked him again because she's a fucking psycho lunatic. Although I stand by the fact that I think he's equally a psycho lunatic as well. And I think that the reunion showed that. I mean, oh, yeah, he's a psychological lunatic. She's the physical and psychological. She's got the double whammy going. But like you yeah. reach a whole new level of crazy when you fight club yourself. And she did that. Oh, well, yeah. But I think, too, (laughs) like, I really can't stand... Like, there's a... There's something, I think, to standing up for the person, obviously, that you're with. But there's another thing when you're attacking people really for no reason. Like, and that's what... Like, he was really nasty to um, Fernanda and Jonathan. And... Really, honestly, for no reason. Like, literally, they would talk and he would, like, they would say, shut up. And Fernanda, mind you, is like a child. And. Well, yeah. And is, was the logical one. She was the logical one, but I have to listen. As much as I hate Colty and Larissa, and they are my two least favorite people on this show. And, I mean, it's a tough battle for that because I fucking hate them all. They're really all awful. They're all awful. They're all the worst (laughs) people on the planet. Um, I have to give credit where credit is due for a great clapback. And when they subtitled (laughs) Colty clapping back to Jonathan saying pathetic is paying for a 16-year-old bride, 
<laughs> I had to give a small round of applause for that because Colty is like definitely book smart and has a supposedly has a great job, although I don't know what company would keep that up employed anymore after being on TV. But um, my guess is that Debbie came up with that line. <laughs> Debbie's like the closet savage (laughs) I Um, I had to give credit there because that timeline has definitely been investigated by more than one source and has been proven true that he like for sure was dating and banging her before she was actually legal oh yeah so um listen don't throw punches that you can't block you know I mean shit like, oh, what a, nobody, what a line. Oh, my God. Like, no, we're boxing. Nobody, nobody thought Colty would give that punch, but shit. I mean, he probably broke a knuckle after that, but. What I really hope now that Larissa is hopefully being deported back to her children um, <laughs> is that Colty and Cookie Dough, or whatever that damn cat's name is, can go on a diet because Colty has definitely been emotionally eating. Oh yes. I think they had to add extra supports to that couch because (laughs) he came in looking like a busted can of biscuits. (laughs) Oh my God. He did like, and not even Pillsbury. He was like the Aldi brand. I mean, (laughs) like, Larissa is knuckle and all <laughs> so upset that she can't find some hideous dress to squeeze her ass into. And but what was she wearing to get on the plane? Like she looked like she had actually just left prison. Like yeah. she looked a hot train wreck of a mess. And but then you're worried about what you're gonna look like when you're going out to face Fernanda. Like get out of here. Yeah, I'm over it. And then there's Ashley and Jay, which I didn't, I liked that she was being nasty to him there, but at the same time, again, we know there's still something happening there. I also, again, find it really annoying that she is still, like, despising this friend of hers that is telling her that Jay cheated on her, which again... And she's right. <laughs> how did she know that information? Anyway, I don't even think she actually said... I don't remember if she said that he cheated or that he she was like, oh, I'm sure he did cheat. Which again, he's literally like sitting on your couch on Tinder. So I mean, like, you're fighting with Jay over the his, his infidelities, yet your friend who said... He's probably a cheater is the now cast aside like a lifelong friend for, again, this child that you've now married. Like, and she made a good point. Like, she is now responsible for him for 10 years here. Like. Yeah. I don't understand how that works. Like, if they decide, like, I I wonder how that works. I guess I should look it up. That, like, I don't know, but I if think... If they decide that they are not going to stay together, are they still... Like, is Danielle still responsible for Muhammad? I think so. We should have that. No, we shouldn't have, because she has not done anything for us since. <laughs> You're right. Fuck that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... Keep drinking your tea and whitening your teeth. Oh anyway, my God. I'm Let me stop. I got to sh- save my shade for Jersey because I've got way more for that. Anyway, okay. so Ashley and Jay, like, it upsets me because we know they're still together. And that annoys me because I think she's trying to act like a tough bitch, but she's totally letting him just walk all over her for some reason. Yeah. And it's so probably annoying. because he, like, will bang her day in and day out and she just doesn't care um so then we have i'm gonna save lita and eric for last (laughs) so i think i have the most to say about them but um so we have jonathan and fernanda who at the time of the reunion were together have since split up and it is getting ugly on social media they're commenting on each other's shit they're hating on each other but like we all oh i didn't know that i stopped yeah these people she's commenting on his things and like 
The worst part about it is that she doesn't even, like, she even types in broken English. <laughs> which oh. for some reason annoys me. And that makes me sound like, <laughs> like a white supremacist. Like, at least it's all Grammarly, damn it. Right? Or, like, talk into Siri and Siri will fix all your problems, like, with the talk to text. Like, or at least well, lead you I don't the, know. I feel like talk to text there could be really rough. Well, I think that maybe that's what she's doing then, because she's doing something wrong. Like, and I'm, I can't, I can't read her comments. And like, I want to read her clapbacks to Jonathan, but I read them and I'm like, this is hurt. terrible, terrible. So that's them. And then we have Stephen and Olga. Ugh. Um, I don't know who that is. Anyway, uh, Stephen and Olga, and Olga is so cute. She joins us by. FaceTime and I love that the producers and the host and the editor or whatever like don't have her tell us until the very end of her participation in the reunion what time it is in Russia and it is like 3.30 in the motherfucking morning and she's got a small child (laughs) yeah that she's waving in front of the camera yeah so that kind of annoyed me like on an editing standpoint as much as I usually love editing that pissed me off because like she's clearly exhausted I want to know what time they started filming because Cole and Larissa were not even on a plane yet before like when they started filming my guess is like 11 a.m. Because yeah. they were all there at not earth shattering early in the morning. Got their hair and makeup did or did their hair and makeup themselves there. I don't. I changed. think they do their own. I wouldn't pay for them. Yeah. And then. Got and I changed. certainly wouldn't pay for that. Those looks as a finished product. <laughs> No, and even Ashley was like, apparently Ashley was showing everybody the link to where she bought her way too tight BB dress and her (laughs) DSW shoes on Instagram last night. And I want to know what idiot asked for those because it wasn't a good Yeah, I mean, they were clearly buying Larissa stuff from like Forever 21. I mean, they're not. Forever 21, I think they went to that other hood ass store. What is it? Rue 21 or. That oh, store that, listen, I have no qualms against. Isn't that where What's-His-Face bought all the that underwear for that girl in uh, Before the 90 Days? <laughs> I that, think so. That was selling the underwear. It was totally Rue 21. <laughs> listen, I've worn a $3 romper from there. I can't remember the other place. There's another place near me that's like, definitely, you all know what I'm talking about. Those hood-ass stores that you go in and they've got like the Rainbow? rainbow it's so amazing (laughs) 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 but like listen i'm not hating on it but like don't try to advertise your bb dress that's on sale marked down from 80 dollars that was not flattering on you and your weird ass spiky pumps that you got from dsw like i don't that wasn't that didn't make me want to go to the mall. That made me want to go to Rainbow and be like, no, I could spend, you know, twenty dollars and get five rompers and look much better. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Um, so Steven and Olga. All right, so I feel like upon completion of this whole idiotic experience, maybe they have grown up the most, which is fucking sad. See, I thought that until, which he actually seemed to have some really good, genuine input um, when it came to the other couples. But then when it came to, like, him, his, like, self-reflecting on, like, being a complete, like, trash bucket to her, like, and really being nasty, he just stood his ground. And that really annoyed me because I was disappointed. I really was hoping he was going to be like, oh, God, yeah. Like, seeing that on TV, like, I was horrified. Like, but he was not. He was like, yeah, fuck that. It's all about respect. And I'm like, oh, God, you really are creeping me out because I'm afraid that you are yeah, going yeah. to, like, beat somebody. And I'm sure I'm going to catch flack from this from, like, one of our few viewers or listeners, rather. But um, I think that Olga kind of likes that 
I think mm-hmm. I don't think she likes it, but I think she goes for it because she has a really fucked up family history. So anytime you have a fucked up family history, you're bound to have like some sort of like familial issues or daddy issues or issues with like somebody else taking control. Um, I get the impression that her being in an orphanage, she's always kind of had to be in control and she's always had to kind of have her shit together. So, so I don't she think, wants. I, I can think see she it. wants that. And I think that I don't, I think where the problem lies is the way he delivers the message that he's trying to deliver. But I think like, we are mad about both, but I yeah. think she likes the message that he's delivering and that's what she wants in a partner and that's why they're trying to make it work, which, hey, listen, kudos to you because, like, watching 90 Day, or not 90 Day Fiance, well, yeah, watching 90 Day Fiance and also Married at First Sight, like, you learn very quickly gender roles and expectations in a marriage and if that ship's not on the same page, it's not going to work, but, like... yeah. Sometimes that old-fashioned stuff just works for some people, and I think it really works for her because of her whole situation. Which, again, if that's what she wants, then I, which I would agree with that. I can, yeah. I can, I can see that. I can get behind that. I just think he needs to work on the delivery, which that comes with time. He's still only like not even legally able to drink a beer, so yeah. you can cut him some slack. I certainly wasn't perfect on my delivery of messages. I still am not, and I'm almost thirty, so. <laughs> I agree. And I think that definitely he has some issues too, where like, like I kind of felt for him when he was like, again, he clapped at her, but like when he was like, well, don't tell me I can't like touch my kid, like with the stop touching him. Like he's just as excited, like about like, oh my God, I can't believe I have a a baby. Yeah. So, and I also did not like that. I felt like they were getting on him a bit or some of them were, about the whole um, not, well, it was more the host getting on him, like, not putting in her um, her paperwork. But, I mean, I think he actually was smart about that. Like, because he doesn't want to end up in an Ashley and Jay situation where it's like, oh, fuck, now I am responsible for you for 10 years and but then again yeah. then he's separated from his kid too so it's an interesting dilemma i give him kudos because he's the only person that at least alluded to the fact that he felt like this was a huge decision that required a lot of thought the rest of these idiots were like where do i sign to get myself some pussy and some ass oh yeah exactly Boom. Done. And i mean <laughs> again back to ashley like she's got fucking kids involved and she isn't thinking about it. Like, that's what really annoys me about Ashley in this. Because, yes, I feel for you. But, like, you are a mother. And look at the example that you are setting for your kids. Like, ew. Like, so gross. And she's got health issues. Like, I mean, she's got lots of issues, in my opinion. And that's actually what I took away the the most out of this was that every woman on here, except for, I would say, Kalani, has major self-esteem issues. And I mean, I would put Kalani in that bucket as well, but at least it didn't come out. I mean, that bitty was breastfeeding on, like, while having a conversation, like, being interviewed by the host. So, I mean, I thought that that was quite interesting. Um, Oh, yeah. She, like, embraces her curves, and she definitely doesn't wear clothing to, like, hide it. No. No, I think she's, like, But, like, Larissa is clearly, like, a complete fucking mental case and is, like, really has some self-esteem issues. Fernanda clearly has some self-esteem issues. I, I still don't understand why she left Jonathan to go to Chicago to model. Like, I don't understand what was happening in the Chicago modeling scene, because I, I don't know. She was clearly hoodwinked by somebody on Instagram that, like, I don't think she actually went there to model. I think she met somebody else that was richer than Jonathan on Instagram, and that's why he didn't take her back. Oh, yeah. Like a sugar daddy. Oh, yeah. And then you have um, 
Lita and Eric, which, dear God, I really think of all the people on this show, Eric would be so good for one of those a teeth whitening sponsorship if it actually hurt <laughs> on Instagram because his teeth are like he brushes with mud. And I think that he could really be a great before and after. Like, I think I, if, if you showed me a product that was like, I used this for 30 days and look at my pearly whites, I would use that versus like Tamara Barney, who is not using them. She's just putting one in her mouth, uh, but like then going to a plastic surgeon and having her teeth stripped and shaved down and all that. But I mean, I think that he could really be a good candidate for it. That's the only thing he's good for. I hate the two of them so much. I got so incredibly pissed off when they had um, Tasha on the video chat. Is that her name? Tasha, yeah. Oh, you mean her she... name's not Hey Brat? <laughs> <laughs> um, she's gross too. Which he so lovingly called her. So she's gross. Like I mean, she's gross. Like. I think all of them are gross, and I think that they should all go be forced. It sh- it should be like um, Saw, like where they're all chained in a room attached to one another, and I think they should just have to cut off each other's limbs. Oh my god. <laughs> so violent. Like in yeah. that dirty room. I think that, that would really work for me. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, But she makes some good points for being so young and, like, so troubled. And I I side with her on pretty much everything. Like, he was fucking homeless. And she took him into her apartment to help him get his shit together. And granted, she got lazy and started, like, doing the whole 50-50 thing. But, like, let us not forget how we got to this point. (laughs) Uh Daddy-o. Um, and Lita just fucking sucks. So, like, the new news that came out about her yesterday, I think, in the tabloids was um, uh, the mother of all of the girls is now going for sole custody of all of the kids. Mm. So he's going to lose rights to see Danica and or Jenica. Whatever. Oh. Weird ass name. Child. Um <laughs> so that's fucked up and it's all Lita's fault anyway I don't blame her I blame him I blame them both they both suck so bad I mean she's horrible but I mean he clearly controls the situation so I think that I blame him and he's gross human he is a gross human she's equally as gross human I mean we're literally fighting about a fucking dirty bedroom yeah, like if my dog's breath was a human being, it would be Eric. Because <laughs> that shit is rancid. <laughs> All right. Um, I unfortunately don't have anything to say about Oswalo and Kalani other than I hope that she properly deals with her depression, her antepartum depression and her postpartum depression because... It's going to be a lot more difficult now that she's got another child in the mix. So I hope she talks to somebody now that she knows that that's a problem that she needs to face. And I want to give her kudos for whipping her titty out and feeding her kid on TV. <laughs> so bold. <laughs> I, the only thing I have to say about them, because I think that they're so boring, um, is that I hope that Asuelu uh stops so like stops hitting himself in his head before he kills off those last couple brain cells <laughs> when he gets angry. Yeah. It That's makes all me sad when he gets angry. I'm really disappointed as a whole in this show, especially this season. It, like I'm sure they'll be back because they have 17,000 fucking um spinoffs of it so like I mean this franchise is not going anywhere but I really think they need to back it up like they one of the things about this show is that each season they've had a couple at least one of them that is either relatable or 
likable. I mean, anything. And this season, none of them were. I also really think they've got to stop doing the the two-hour episode is horrible. It's awful. Like, they really need to stop that. It's really annoying. Like, it's too much. And nothing fucking happens. So, like, they've got to do something about that. They've got to tighten up the casting. Like, listen, it's fine to have our Danielles. It's fine to have a Larissa. Like, it's fine to have that person that you hope falls out of that needle that Colty is proposing to her in. Like, or to hope that the elevator, like, breaks and falls. Mm -hmm. But, like, I, you need some sort of person on there that, like, weighs the scale in the other direction. You can't have all of these trash boxes on the show, on social media every day, getting arrested and all of that stuff. Like, it's a hot train wreck of a mess. And, like, this is not, it's not MTV. Like, we're not there. So, like, we really need to, they're, I think they're at that turning point. It's like when the real world did the Las Vegas season, and it's <laughs> like, are we my favorite season (laughs) oh god I hated that season because I liked that like there were those like real conversations happening between people and I feel like after that it all just turned to like drinking and clubbing and boozing which is entertaining but we need something else and I think that this show needs something else so if you would like TLC if you would like my opinion casting I am available Hit me up, send us the DM on Instagram, and Jessica and I will help you next season. Yes. Amen. All right. Yes. So that concludes 90 Day. Yeah, moving on. We've spent far too much time on that. Ugh. All right. So this season of Jersey has, in my opinion, delivered. I was very skeptical at the beginning of the season. And as the episodes have gone on, I get a little surprise each episode. It keeps me coming back for more. That's what this is all about. But this episode gave me life because there is nothing I love more than a dramatic scene in the beginning of a season being a recap from a previous season and mm-hmm. also an I told you so moment. And Dolores is getting her moment. <laughs> I know. So even though episode, she's really been annoying me this season. She has been annoying me, and I gotta say, <laughs> the editors are out to get her because. Uh, so the <laughs> the show this episode opens up with all of the scenes of like all the families together. So it's like Jackie and her kids, and Jennifer and her kids, and Teresa with Melania, and Melissa and her kids not listening to her, and then it's Dolores and her dogs. <laughs> Uh, like at least marge has joe and her um what's that biddy's name that helps her around the house that's hilarious and walks like a oh i forget but i know Um, who you're talking about like they're still living a funny life and then there's dolores and her dogs and that was (laughs) so much shade so um They give a little preview and Jackie's going to host a wine trail. And there's, as we know from the last episode, there's a ton of tension with Jennifer and Marge and Jennifer and Jackie. So the common denominator, as we knew, was Jennifer. So they're getting ready to go on this uh, excursion together. And I guess they offer to go to the bed like any mother does. Does anybody have to pee before we hit the road? And which I always do. Yes, which is so smart. But I just laughed at the confessional when Jennifer was like, of course I'm going to use this as an opportunity to see her house because she ripped on mine. And it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, bitch, just go take a piss. Like somebody push this bitch out of the bus and make her pee on the side of the road, please. (laughs) So she calls Jackie's house a dump. Which I did not think that Jackie's house, none of these women's house is a dump. But no, if anybody's You don't get asked if your house is a dump. Right. Not since Bethany Frankel has a house been a dump. Right. And like, I just can't. So that pissed me off. So then we get like weird little tidbits 
of Jackie from high school being that. And I have mixed feelings about that. And I'm (laughs) taking Ronnie Karam's side on this when he said, like, I'm that. Ronnie's fat, and he's like, listen, we love you bitches, so don't be like, ew, I'm fat. I was so fat. Like, no, 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 no. You made a life change based on an eating disorder, which you should not make positive in any platform ever, 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 ever. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be clear. You grew up on the pudgier side. You were an emotional eater. You literally were a basic American like the rest of us. <laughs> And then you took another extreme and was, uh, you know, suffering from an eating disorder. So anyway, I had very mixed feelings about that. Yeah. Um, and then the best part about this whole shit was that Teresa goes and she can't have anything. <laughs> so she's <laughs> whining about how she can't have any wine or any cheese or crackers or anything. So in the bus, Jennifer gives all these weird cheap gifts that she gets from Turkey which I think is the o- are the only types of gifts they have in Turkey. Weird cheap gifts. But then she yeah. gives a knife to Jackie. <laughs> Ugh. Um and she says like in my culture this is what we give and like whatever to backstabbers. She literally gave her a knife. <laughs> which so. really annoys me because one again She's so dumb. She mi- completely missed the point of the article that we're still talking about. Like, oh, yes. and again, like, even her rationale, like, oh, now I can see it coming. You didn't give yourself eyes in the back of your head, you idiot. So, like, I mean, you like, ugh, it was just so dumb. And so here's the thing. I really I read that hate, article. Like, passive, aggressive, like, aggressive passive aggressive like it really annoys me like just like if you're gonna give like stab her with a knife or something like just be <laughs> aggressive like be eat aggressive like yeah ugh. so they blow up over the article which i read the article i searched it same so did it's i again record and i actually thought it was beautifully written i really like jackie's writings i started to read a couple of other ones and <laughs> now, now you subscribe to her. Now, now you're I all getting our newsletters. <laughs> to the Bergen Records. Um, <laughs> you're a Bergen Records <laughs> subscriber now. <laughs> so I thought it was a beautifully written article. And I actually thought like she did exactly as she has said in previous episodes. Yes, she called those kids spoiled. They are fucking spoiled rotten. But what she said was that she wants to know how a child who lives in that environment and is that level spoiled is still so polite and so welcoming and is clearly a good child. Because, and I think this ties in even better with the video footage of them at home with their kids, because like you can edit all you want, but like to a certain degree, you can't get kids to behave the way that you want them to on TV. Like, even as an editor. So, producers can't be like, hey, go be a raging brat. Like, kids don't participate like that. That you're going to get the most raw footage, in my opinion, with children around. And I think it speaks volumes that every single fucking scene that you have with Melissa and her goddamn kids is them screaming and literally beating the shit out of each other and not listening to either her or Joe. Yeah. But, like, at the very least, Jennifer, yes, does motivate them with spoiling, but, like, she she finds a way to motivate them. And, I mean, am I saying that that's how you're going to raise the best generation of kids? No, I think that's why we have a lot of assholes now. Uh, well, I think that that is just how kids are parented these days. I like, agree. I think that that is how they are. But on the hindsight of that, I think that them seeing how successful their parents are to give them all of those things does teach a little bit of like set a small goal and and achieve something small whether or not it's being handed a gift like am I saying I'm gonna do that for my kids I don't know I I could say all I want but the reality is like I'm gonna do whatever I end up doing with my kids because I can't backseat parent but I do see a little bit of logic with like a dad who is crazy successful as a plastic surgeon and the mom who gets to be a stay-at-home mom who does do a lot for her kids, uh, 
saying, Yeah, if they make three baskets, they get something from Amazon. Yeah, so that makes them get outside and be active. Well, that's doing more than some parents who spoil their kids and just hand them a fucking Game Boy and call it a day. It's true. So, I mean, she's doing something right, and she's also spending time with her kids while she's spoiling them. Like, it's not like she's just (laughs) shoving gifts down their throat and saying, get out of my fucking face and not spending time with them. Like, she is interacting with them and teaching them how to interact with each other and share and work together. They're cheering each other on to get these baskets because they all want to get toys. That speaks kind of volumes, I think. Because it could go the yeah. other way where they could be like total little assholes and be like, eh, you, didn't, you didn't get any baskets. You don't win anything instead of like saying, hey, why don't you try throwing it from over here or take a step back or, oh, you almost had it. Like, I don't know. So it goes both ways. But I still think Jennifer is an asshole. Anyway. It gets <laughs> Moral worse. of the story Moral is, the story regardless is of your parenting, an you're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> you're an asshole. And I like, I love that her husband said that the article was great. <laughs> she read the article while she was fucking wrapping up her Christian Louboutin shoes last episode in red velvet bags and her husband was like this is great it's perfect it's spot on and you could see the steam coming out of her ears but that made me die well so Jennifer happens to get worse when she drinks because if we didn't think she was bad enough give that bitch some liquor and she turns into like Tupac yeah she is rough so she starts like <laughs> rapping and I'm cursing for like literally no apparent reason. <laughs> and uh, in their interactions at this wine thing, she makes a dig at Marge Sr. Uh-huh. And then goes at Marge over the mail order bride thing. Yeah. So. So Which annoying. again It's so annoying It's so annoying It's so annoying I can't I'm sorry And there's a weird sound Coming from my wall Behind me And I'm not sure What it is But I'm not going To investigate it <laughs> Um. So She makes a dig At Marge Senior For Being with a married man And uh, Marge classic Maj for cheating on her husband and then equates that to um, not being fair with Marge making comments about her husband sleeping Jennifer's husband sleeping in the pool house yeah hold hold on a second because the difference is one of these things was introduced in a fucking home tour and was laughed about in front of the group on national television. And the other item was actually never told to you and was found out via tabloids and was tried to be hidden. Uh-huh. Dickhead. Dick head. It's also very um because I actually don't think that Jennifer clearly, because she can barely like comprehend like what an article is saying. I don't think she's smart enough to come up with this. I think a lot of it is coming from Teresa. Oh, yeah, for sure. Teresa and Danielle. And I think that she just is then, because this is exactly, this is the second time that this has come up. And it's been, the first time was Danielle. And it was just as kind of nasty as Danielle brought it up. Right. Don't like it. So no. speaking of that bitch, Danielle. Ugh, she's so gross. I really, they, again, like, I'm loving this season, but they, she's got to go. Like, <laughs> she really, like, she was taken off the show for a reason because she's so, like, she's no Marlo. Like, she's not, no. like, somebody who we don't like, but we like. Like, she's just a gross, gross horrible, disgusting person who attracts disgustingness. I also really, I'm really, really, and I know she's like the figurehead of this show, is I really cannot stand 
Teresa. Like, every, like, every one of these cities has, like, their OG person, and, like, Vicky is annoying, and yes, I don't like her sometimes, but, like, she's Vicky. Like, I don't say the same thing about Teresa. Like, I loathe her. She's so dumb, you can't (laughs) even argue with her. Like, at least Vicky, like, she's fucking a Looney Tune, but she's intelligent, like, and even though sometimes she doesn't make good arguments, like, she's still, like, for the most part, intelligent. Like, Teresa just is not intelligent. Also, Vicky will show her crazy. And I, what annoys me about Teresa is I cannot stand a person on these shows that makes somebody else do their dirty work so she still looks decent so she can sell those god-awful fucking cookbooks that, and yeah. act like anybody fucking cares about her. Like... I can't stand the she and Joe storyline. Like, I agree with other podcast people. Like, let's not forget he's a fucking criminal. She's a fucking criminal. Like, I don't understand, like, how we are making these people martyrs. Like, they're fucking criminals. Like, he's not, he didn't, like, go to jail because somebody else did something. He blatantly did something. Like, He's not possibly being deported because, like, of, a oh, I got, was in the wrong place at the wrong time. No, he's a bad person who was manipulating the funds and everything like that that they were doing. And flaunting it all over fucking reality television, like, an, the idiots that they are. Like, so, with Teresa, like, constantly, this episode really lit me up about her, if you can't tell. Um... <laughs> I mean, I think I'm really keeping a pretty, like, restrained view on her. But, um, like, with the whole, like, oh, and she did it at the wedding. Like, oh, Margaret's being really tough on Danielle. And now she's doing it with um, Jennifer. Like, oh, she's being really tough on her. Yet Jennifer's saying despicable things. And you're saying that somebody else, like, and I do agree again with other people, like, I think that Teresa is well aware that she's not, like, the funny, likable one anymore. And I think that she sees Margaret is coming in and kind of stepping on that for her. So she does not like that. And I think that she's really trying to, like, villainize her. And I think that it's backfiring because people that actually are intelligent are not seeing it the same way that... Nobody is seeing the storylines the way Teresa is hoping to spin them. And I don't like that. And that's why they got rid of Jill Zarin, because she was behind the scenes kind of puppeteering what was happening on the show. And I hope the same happens to Teresa. Goodbye. Amen. See you later. So, speaking of people that I hate, (laughs) (laughs) uh, we cut to Danielle's house and Marty. And they're having Teresa over for dinner. And Danielle and Marty clearly hate each other. Oh, my God. They fucking despise each other. (laughs) Like, and Teresa's like, house, married life. And they fucking, like, if if looks could kill, they'd both be dead on the floor. Yeah, they roll their eyes at each other. Yeah, it was great. So this whole long, drawn-out scene is basically just to say that Danielle says to... Or, I'm sorry, Teresa brings up the fact that Danielle says that Melissa and Teresa can't be trusted. Uh-huh. So, and this all stemmed from Danielle way back when. Yeah. So then we leave that scene, thank God. And Marge and Jackie are shoe shopping, and I'm dying because Marge is picking out the ugliest fucking platform sneakers. (laughs) And Jackie is like just as honest as she is in her articles, and she's like, That looks like the orthotics that my grandparents wear. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So Jackie uses this opportunity to continue to plant seeds about her storyline with reconciling with her sister. Uh-huh, which I think is a um, dumb storyline. It's so dumb. But I do love that Marge is the person that she chooses to speak with this about because I think that that's calculated because of the struggles that Marge has had with her kids. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love the advice that Marge gives where she says, like, if you're going to do this, you need to do it and commit to it. And you need to never stop. Yeah. Be relentless in your efforts to communicate and reconcile. Uh, and Jackie's basically like, yeah, well, we'll see. And Marge is like, <laughs> no, you need to, like, basically stalk her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. So then the only other thing that comes from that conversation is that Marge is nervous to see Danielle at Melania's singing because of how nasty the last interaction was. And also that she and Jackie are not getting along after the wine incident. Yes. So (laughs) Jackie makes a comment like, oh boy, everybody's out to get you. Well, uh, yeah, quite literally they are. It's like all all parties against Marge. Yes, they are. So we leave the shopping and we see (laughs) Dolores and Jennifer mall walking with hand weights. (laughs) Yes, Uh, trying to say that they're exercising. So ridiculous. Right. And Jennifer's just still bitching about Marge. Uh Uh-huh. And then I thought it was funny and that's why I wanted to uh send you that text earlier so the editors then cut to scenes of all of the women saying i see a pattern <laughs> <laughs> which is like oh my god um so then we see <laughs> melania at dance practice for this horrendous performance she's going to put on oh god. and melissa and Teresa are together at the practice and getting along and they're both being the worst annoying dance moms ever uh, but they're basically just trying to get Melania to like actually pretend that she's singing because we know she's gonna lip sing. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because she <laughs> and she won't barely even, even like it's real. It was the worst. I can't ever. Wait to grow up. <laughs> like when you cannot even like be auto tuned, it's bad. Yeah. So, but I thought it was funny that they're like all buddy buddy and sisters, and they're like. Oh, excuse me. Dance momming the shit out of Melania, but then Melissa, um, Teresa shades Mel- Melissa's song in the confessional. Oh, yeah. She's such a nasty <laughs> bitch. Um, so then they're talking after Melania assesses them both and they get out of the room and they do what they always do and they go, I just want to have a drink when I'm done at this competition. I think we should go to Cabo. And that's our big, like, reveal. Uh-huh. Like, listen, you couldn't have had a fucking dinner, like, something themed Mexican, some tacos. I know you can't eat any of this shit, bitch, but, like, you could put some chicken on there. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, that annoyed me, just because of how extravagant all of the announcements for the trips have been in literally every other season of Housewives. And then it's just these two idiots sitting there talking, going, I think we should go to Cabo. I want a margarita. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So uh, then we're getting ready for Melania's performance. And Melania's all standoffish and weird, which I feel like she always is anyway, because she's fucking 12. And that's, like, where she's at in life. But then Teresa's like, Melania, what's the matter? And she says that her dad texted her and it made her cry. Listen, I got a question. How the fuck does this man have a cell phone in jail? For real. <laughs> like, he's forever texting his kids and fucking their day up. And it's like, how do you, you're in prison. I know. I don't get it. Unless, again, which it totally could be because she is the child of a dumb human, um, that she could be getting a text confused with an email. No, it's they showed her cell phone and it comes up as an iMessage with daddy with a bunch of hearts after it like so is he smuggling in an iPhone I hope so oh my god (laughs) that's just gonna solidify his deportation but whatever (laughs) Um, so then Teresa's like oh we're not even gonna think about deportation because it's just negative we're not gonna put it out there listen if Donald Trump pardons him that literally goes against everything he said about Which immigrants. I think is going to happen. It's everything that he has said about immigrants. It's going against all of it. So I actually don't think he's going to. 
Oh, I think he will because it now it actually doesn't go against what he said because he just doesn't want Mexicans. He doesn't he'll take like white people like he just doesn't want people from the shithole countries here. So uh, I think. Oh, so Italy and becoming a federal felon is fine. I think it in hit. Well, I mean, nothing makes oh. sense in that idiot's mind either. But again, I think that it's totally happening. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> so we get to Melania's performance. It's finally time for this. And Fetty Wap comes out for three and a half seconds to give her a hug and her to go, oh my God. And he leaves. <laughs> yeah. Which I fucking died about. Like, he didn't even like stay to see her performance or like have a cocktail or eat a chip. Like, he no, was just he like, was hey, out. girl, later, girl. The um, and her performance was cute, but she's 12. She shouldn't be doing And she that. can't sing. No. Well, she, yeah, she didn't sing. And so that annoyed me. All right. So now we get to the meat of this whole episode. Literally, we've been talking for 100 years. And it's all summarized in two sentences. So we've got the men and the women talking. And the women all come together at some point and are all standing in the same general vicinity. And Melissa decides that this is a great time to expose what Danielle has said about Melissa and Teresa that supposedly came from Marge because they're all standing there. Yes. So they get into it and then we pan to the men <laughs> and it's Joe, <laughs> Joe and Marty. And they're like, oh, it looks like they're getting heated over there. Well, cause they literally always look like that. And yeah. Are. Uh, and the answer to that, and I think it was Marty who said that. And it's like, well, yeah, that's because your wife is over there. But anyway. Yeah. Um, looking like a fucking train wreck. Right. She so, used Gretchen's 80s look from that bongo party or whatever they had, um, like, years ago from OC. That's what she looked like. Which is hilarious because the whole premise of the fight that the men get into... So the men start arguing because they say, I hope they work it out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they start out trying to be supportive husbands, but we know that that's not going to last long because it's Marty. And... uh they are fighting over which wife is prettier. And the comment that is made by Marty is that uh, Marge was acting like an asshole at the wedding based on the sole fact that when she walks into a room, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> when Danielle walks into a room, heads turn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so they fake fight for like uh, four seconds. Um, and then we turn back to the women and they're like really getting heated up now and they're going at it and they're all yelling at each other. And, and Marge is like, I didn't fucking say that. I said, if you don't trust either of them, then don't trust anybody. Simple, simple answer for a bitch who can't understand <laughs> anything simpler than yes or no. Um, <laughs> and Dolores comes over and she fucking has her moment. I fucking told all of you this was gonna happen. None of you wanted to believe me. And blah 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 blah. And I was like, you know what? You yes, bitch. Yes. You do. You get to say I told you so. You earned it. You were paid you weighed that down last season and you waited and you knew it was coming. And you said, you know what? I'm just going to be eviscerated over here and I'm going to let everything work itself out. And then she got <laughs> to march over there with her high ponytail and say, I fucking told you so. And then end scene. <laughs> yeah, she really, I don't know where she was, where she came from, but she literally just popped in and was like, oh, now I hope you believe me from last season. Bye. <laughs> like Literally was like, I fucking told you so. See you later. Which I love that scene. I'm so glad that they cut that in because that that's the Dolores I want. And it really annoys me that we're getting this like weird Dolores now that I don't obsessed with pebble stones and Oh and obsessed with Teresa. I can't uh, uh it really annoys me when these women like just crawl up each other's assholes. Like when well, last I, season, she has a pattern, though. Because last When season, I see a 
when I see an alliance forming, and that's what these are, like, when they start, it's the same thing that happened on OC. I don't like it. It's not fun to watch as a viewer, so stop doing it, folks. Like, you see the line start to draw, and they just, um, they seem so fake because they just don't seem legitimate. All of a sudden, just, like, the alliance lines shift. Like, Teresa going after Marge this season. Marge hasn't done anything, nothing to Teresa. And all of a sudden now it's weird because she's going after her. It just doesn't make sense. I don't like it. No, I agree. And that was the beauty that was New Jersey. (laughs) I'm glad that we're finally getting to this vacation because this is the vacation I've wanted to see for a, a while now. Because we we've seen in the previews that that flip out that Melissa has where she stands up and you get, got the and, wrong girl, which I'm pretty positive it's she's flipping out at Danielle, which I think is great. And Danielle does that weird thing that I that I loathe when somebody fights with you because she doesn't. Like she, it does a really good job of throwing the stones, but then we'll just kind of stand there with her face. And I don't, I think that that's actually because her face can't move. Um, but she really does that well, where she just like doesn't move her face at all and just like lets you like scream at her, but doesn't have a reaction. So, which I obviously Melissa is not going to take that well either. So I'm really looking forward to that fight. Because I think Melissa needs a little emotion. I think anybody coming after Danielle I live for. Now, I know you're proud because I've been really reading up on the tabloids lately. Well, at least trying. I give myself 10 minutes a day and I try to find whatever dirt I can find. (laughs) And then I get bored. 10 minutes a day. I've got a timer set. I can't I just get bored and I stop and I like fall onto another weird trail where I start buying weird shit online. So <laughs> 10 minutes is like a good productive <laughs> time for me. <laughs> so uh, Kim D is mm. rearing her ugly fucking cooked head uh, and spreading rumors to the tabloids now that Teresa is having an affair with Shane. Shane? Who's Shane? who's like a friend of and I'm sorry but Shane appears to be queer (laughs) Uh, and like by queer I mean he's more well groomed than these bitches and they can't even mall walk without a full face of makeup so Shane works okay I'm looking him up oh yeah he does look very gay very gay so Kim D spreading this rumor around that she's banging him on the side and cheating on her husband, blah de blah de blah. And uh, which I one thousand percent agree that she is not cheating. being faithful to Joe. Oh, but sure. with this guy, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're spending so much time together because he probably helps her fucking pick out her outfits and organize her closet. But that's just me. You know, yeah. I think that these are the kind of friends that like you braid each other's hair. <laughs> yeah, I don't say no. I mean, he definitely he gets his eyebrows done. I right. I think he's like he definitely is getting his eyebrows done. Yeah, he's not getting you know the pooty tang from Danielle. Ugh. I mean, from Teresa. Um. So so that's that business. Um. You know what? I never thought I would say it, but Kim D really does stir up some shit. I wish that she would make, like, just a... a, She's, like, the saving grace. She's, like, the Hail Mary. Like, if your season sucks, you throw Kim D in for an episode. Is she coming in at all? I don't think so, but I'm saying, like, if, if this Cabo fight turns out to be a flop, like, bravo, I feel like keeps her in the tabloids and keeps her semi-relevant so that they know that they have a Hail Mary that they can pull out if this shit is a flop and they've got no footage that they can show. Yeah. They just bring her on for like a lunch and then all hell breaks loose. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, I mean, we'll see what happens with that, but I love it. Uh, So that's my tabloid 
exploit for the for the episode. I'm going to try to do that every time. I love trying it. To, trying to step up my page six game. <laughs> love it. Oh. All right. Well, should we wrap there? I guess so. Yeah, we've talked enough shit for a day. That's for sure. Oh my gosh, for a day. So well, much shit. We oh. will be back next week with an all new episode. If you haven't figured it out, we're on a new day now. So yeah. make sure you subscribe so you're not missing shit. We're like married with medicine. We're going to have a new day every week. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Cohen is clearly in charge of our when episodes Canceling. come out. So yeah. <laughs> we, we have to abide by his messed up scheduling. <laughs> No. All right. Well, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, tell your friends. Tell yeah. Your tell everybody. Tell strangers. Just walk up and down the grocery store lines telling people. Oh. Everyone. All right, folks. See you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.